Hey everyone, welcome to Behind the Bar, semicolon, was that in good taste? Semicolon, the episode where you learn so many things about new things that it's going to blow your little tight little mind. It'll blow your whole mind. My name's Ben Chandler Phillips. My name's always James Beery. And today we're trying a very fun new whiskey coming out of New Zealand. Ooh. I don't think we've had any whiskeys from New Zealand before. We've tried a lot of different things from a lot of different places, but this one is from the opposite side of the globe, and I think that's pretty neat. I love the opposite side of the, glo- the opposite side of the globe. It's kind of like as far away from us as you can get. What kind of whiskey are they working on right now? I'm actually super curious. I love this. You just bought this. I haven't even looked at it. So actually, I didn't buy it. It was brought to brought to us an by old friend, a friend of ours, um, Billy. And actually, that was brought to him by his friend, uh, Paul. Oh, so, Paul. Yeah. So the, the Paul lives in New Zealand and managed to get his hands on this and then recently had a uh, either he lives in New Zealand or he just visited. Anyway, um, Paul doesn't live in New Zealand. This was this was part of the whole like uh, the duty free or maybe not duty for, but you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so we got it just free, free. I went over to Billy's house and he's like, hey, a friend of ours gave us this whiskey. You're a scotch kind of kid. And I'm like, well, I, I've been known to hop the scotch. Just a, just a little bit. Just a little bit. And uh, so they saw I enjoyed it so much. So they said, you know what? Just take the rest of the bottle. We're not much uh, scotch people anymore. That was a, That was an era. But we've moved past that era. and I What said, are they now? Uh, now they're mostly either Sauv Blanc or gin. Oh. It's a gin era. So they've been in that for a while, since we've known them. At least, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've never really been too much in the tequila era. Um, whiskey's kind of hit or miss, but... Vodka's uh, always a go. Vodka, vodka's easy peasy. Vodka's smooth fucking sledding. Um, no, but this was... Yeah, this smooth sledding. <laughs> This is the friend that turned me on to my my personal favorite like um summer campfire drink, which is a Dewar's and ginger ale, specifically a, a zero sugar ginger ale cuz otherwise it's just a little too sweet. It keeps me up at night. It gives me a little too much acid reflux. But Dewar's specifically with ginger ale, one of my favorite drinks and I th- having tried this, I think um it's reminiscent of a flavor that kind of condenses what a Dewar's and Ginger does. So this is the uh, Thompson Whiskey, New Zealand Limited, South Island Peat, yes. Single Malt, mm-hmm. Progress Report. Progress Report. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of information. But here's what here's what it all means. So as we know, New Zealand is a country. Oh. Um, at least last I checked. Um, Thompson, Thompson, not Thompson. Oh, you're right. It's Tom. Thompson. Thompson um, is the distillery that opened up in, uh, I want to say South Island. I have their story all pulled. Oh, they opened in Auckland. South Island. Well, that's where the peat comes from. Because not all their whiskeys are peated, but they are uh, kind of on the cutting edge of tinkering with smokes. Because 
the reason I want to make such emphasis that this was a gift was because if I were to see the lineup of whiskeys that they had, they had some some really interesting um, things that they were playing with. So the peat, contrary to most other um, peated whiskeys, isn't sourced from Scottish or Irish peat bogs. Like, or it's it's from the South Island itself. And I think I just think where's the South the South Island? So I was doing a little research on this before the mic. There are two islands that constitute the con- well, two main mainland islands. There's the top one, and then the South Island. <laughs> They have several uh, provinces or regions. Oh, that's what you mean by South, South Island. Yeah. Oh. It's kind of like how Michigan is two places. Yeah. With like just a big old lake in between it. Just like, oh, excuse me, I'm just Lake Michigan spreading out here. And it, and it just <laughs> split the state in two. The, that's kind of how the Pacific Ocean treated uh all of new zealand and how did the pacific ocean sound when it did this uh did someone order a big old body of salt water (laughs) (laughs) um so some of the other stuff that they're doing is uh manuka wood smoke so they're smoke they're smoking their barleys so we talked about malting before it's a pretty fun topic you know i could i could go on for days and days about malts and maltings um, but it's done pre <laughs> pre fermentation. When you get your cereal grains, you want to toast them just a little bit. You actually want to sprout them just a little bit, and then toast them because when they start sprouting, they start developing like the baby sugars. Yeah, they get real fun and funky. Yeah, and then you toast it so you caramelize those sugars. And some places, like in Scotland, mm-hmm. they use peat to burn in the furnaces that malt the cereals, the grains, the sprouts, and cause it to caramelize with that extra smalty maltiness. Smoky smalty maltiness. And <laughs> malty smalty it's smaltiness. It's a naughty smaltiness. <laughs> and in this case, uh Thompson Distillery is using wood to pre-smoke their stuff as you would like a barbecue smoker. So before they smoke it with the peat, they smoke it with wood? No, this one's done with the South Island peat. Okay. They have other um, oh, other okay. whiskeys that are experimenting with smoking them just with but, hard oh, wood. With, oh, oh, hard woods instead of peat. Instead of peat. Oh, I understand. Oh, that'd be very interesting. And I'm because Because effectively they're doing, I mean, that's what you do already when it comes to the peated whiskeys, right? You're, you're smoking... Well, I don't know if you're smoke. Well, with peated peated yes. whiskeys, yes, but that's a very distinct. And that's very interesting, though, just to substitute that for for wood, because like, oh, why peat- wouldn't you? Because peat burns differently. It just it burns different. It hits different. But wood, it makes sense. But so, why why wouldn't you just like roast it? And that's that's the thing with because you, I guess, with other whiskeys, they don't want as much smoke in the malt itself or maybe it's a slower i wonder how many i wonder how many carcinogenic compounds well it's distilled out 
Because like that, it'll eventually just kind of be. I left know I'm stupid sometimes, the... and I understand a lot of, of things. So I guess like the alcohol would bond with. But it, that's what I'm. That yeah. right? No, yeah, you're right. Because where, where else? How else is the flavor there? Right? You know. That's true, but that's that's what makes it good. So it makes it real fucking good. That's super interesting. Can we taste it? Yeah, let's give it an old tasty taste. Give it a taste. You want to go first while I um. Well, I just kind of... Drink it all gave me so little, but the most of this... Thank you. And it's, It is the majority of what was left in the bottle, but also there was very little left in that bottle. It's a... I like it. I'm, I'm using a mason jar today because I felt like it. And I think that it's cool to drink out of whatever you want to because, I don't know, we're not pretentious assholes. Drink what you want, how you want. I just like to do it the right way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thompson Distillery in Riverhead, northwest of Auckland, was established in 2014 to create whiskeys that would embody the character of New Zealand. This peated expression was made with 100% locally grown barley, peat sourced from South Island, and was ex or was aged in ex bourbon barrels. The result is a lively young single malt with notes of iodine, smoke, garden herbs, and sweet vanilla. A great choice for peat lovers who wish to explore different expressions of smoky whiskeys. It tastes like sausages. Sausages? Let me get some of that peat. No, it's so... I'm not joking. It's not just smoky. There's, like, spice. It's almost like there's, like, sage. It's, like, orba- oh, wow, it's, like, yeah. it's, orba- it's herbaceous. It does almost have like a little bit of a fennel-y kind of kind of vibe to it. Um I'm getting getting marjoram, perhaps. Oh, and there's the peat. I get the peat at the very end. But it's not as sharp as some of the other scotches we've had or it's not um as burnt rubbery. You know how sometimes like like peat monster that that you got. Oh yes, yes by Compass. That one, um, that one is is a very burnt tire, burnt leather. This one isn't as leathery so much as it is just. Um, I'm so interested. I'm like looking on out of nowhere. It's got a nice smoke to it. It it is absolutely super fucking smoky. And you know what it tastes like? The air in the smoker before you like put the meat in. Yeah. Like you're just kind of prepping it. It's but meaty. It's it savory. A, it does have a good body. To, now this is a fairly young whiskey, as there's no age statement to it. Um, like a, like three years. Yeah, they're that's kind of what they're giving it on uh, the whiskey exchange. And what's the other one that I'm looking at? Um, I oh, and thewhiskeycompany.com. I kind of like it's got a low key like if you were to roast butter no squashes either that's interesting what's that no chill filter yeah it it won the uh it was a gold medal gold medal winner in the San Francisco Spirit Awards for 2016 16 that is correct yeah I can read the bottle is it is it on the bottle t- oh it's on the bottle right there yeah oh I was I had did research. For that. And <laughs> yeah. What other additional this is so, information? Wow. Whoa. 
You know what's very interesting? This is a peaty smoke, but it's like a really heavy peaty smoke and not a very heavy peat flavor, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. The smoke is more intense. This is like the smoke of the peat and not the peat. I don't know how to explain it, but peat Well, that's kind of what I meant by it doesn't have as much of that leathery, rubbery flavor. It's mostly just a nice, almost... um, like just a a sweeter, more honey, honey so I oriented Pete, mezcal. I feel like peat is sour. Sour? Yes. I feel like when I when I when I drink a lot of peaty stuff, it's like very smoky. I get oh, like a the feeling or taste of tin. There's like a it has a very distinctive feeling in your mouth. It's very distinct. Yeah. And the, uh, what peat does to your mouth? It is a drying. It's. Yes, it's it's uh, astringent. Yeah. Oh, that's a great word. Right. Yeah, go me. Um, it's very astringent, and I think that this has that characteristic, but the flavor is smoke. It's also aged in ex-bourbon barrels, so that's going to impart a definite vanilla-y, um, oaky, sm- not too smoky, but like it. it's going to give it the body that it needs because it already is getting a little bit of bourbon on the yeah. back end. And if everybody's or, using copper stills, then why why was it on a website? If everybody's using them. No, no. Not people aren't using copper stills. Like it uh, seems copper like, copper seems, pot stills? Yeah. It seems like it from mm-hmm. the things that we are reviewing, the things that we're drinking. Well, I, I take a take sample size. A little a, a little That's bias, just right? Like we got bias. Yeah, yeah. I like something in a copper still. I think it gives it a variability and a volatility that um, column stills kind of temper out. Where but, the, but the best thing about the column still is the consistency. It is consistent, but we've been trying like some real craft stuff lately. Like I, it's the best stuff. The mezcals, Ooh. the uh, the other whiskeys. To to name a few. <laughs> I know technically that's a couple, but I know, right? <laughs> it's like uh, the the ones. The I could I could count on three hands. <laughs> I only all, all the things. I'd only need the first one, but I would use all three to count them. This is approachable. Um, one of the characteristics of some of the uh like higher age single malts from some of the bigger brands that you know. I think the peat smoke, the flavor of the peat is a little too intense. It's cloying. It like kind of dominates your palate. And I feel like you can give this to somebody and it wouldn't it wouldn't do that to them if they drink whiskey. If they don't drink whiskey, this they is, like give it to my girlfriend or some shit, she'll feel like I'm like Bleh, It's you definitely know. a whiskey for a scotch drinker. Yes. It's- yes. It kind of reminds me of Connemara, the uh, peated Irish whiskey. Um, so I think that one's also aged in bourbon barrels. I'm not. Uh, don't don't quote me on this, but also isn't everything in bourbon barrels? Well, you got You got all these bourbon barrels. You got to <laughs> use them. And right, it just seems because they're all because they they're new. They got to be new because they're new when you so make. If it. they're ex bourbon barrels, then it's like it's kind of like being a child actor. Either you're just decommissioned as a barrel or you go on to make other things and hopefully you end up getting arrested hopefully for doing things that you're bad 
Womp womp. I was gonna say, hopefully, you you see yourself become young Sheldon. That's crazy. That's crazy good. So, all right, how much would you think this bottle would retail for? Um. Okay, very interesting. Looking at it, I realized something. It's whiskey. Doesn't say scotch. Doesn't say. Doesn't say scotch on it. It doesn't. Um, I would say fifty bucks. A little lower because I think that the flavor is interesting. It's a little light on body. Say it's, fifty bucks. Yeah, around fifty. Okay, fifty bucks. Um, it says. It is an interesting thing, yes, but it says like whiskey, so it has to be somewhere between like fifty and sixty bucks. If you if you were like if you were like this is forty bucks, I'd be like, oh, I could see that. If you said it was sixty five, I'd be like, mm, I could see that. If you said it was seventy, I'd be like, seventy. I'd be like seventy. Yeah, I mean, you know. But also, I don't know. Pete says the word single malt. It's kind of interesting. It's put got this, the label this, designations this, of being. Put this on the right shelf. Put this on the right shelf. I think if you just put this in the right person's hands. 89. Ooh, 89. But that's like the right shelf and it like looks nice. But I think it's like 50, 55 bucks. So initially I was looking at this and on the website it says 114. No way. New Zealand dollars. Yes, <laughs> that's just funny money. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> so going from uh, the uh, NZD to the USD, we got one fourteen, and it calculates roughly to sixty eight fifty. And I said, if you said fifty sixty five, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, throw in a few bucks there. The reason I said fifty to sixty is because. You, I feel like that's the actual cost. There's like duties and import. <laughs> duties, right? That has to be like it, right? For for us to get it here, I feel like. Or if we had about sixty euro, I'm just looking. Why is it more expensive in Europe? No, it's less expensive. No, it's not. Sixty euro is like eighty something dollars. No, nah, the euro's been down lately. No, 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 no. The euro's been no, like no, no, super no, no, sad. No, no, no. Convert. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I don't know how to use this. I don't use this thing. The euro convert like... sixty euro to dollars. It's so one hundred and four. Okay, that'd be sixty five dollars. It'd be sixty five dollars. Okay, that's about right. Dude, so I'm, it's about sixty bucks. That's what I'm saying. So, like the euro so, was up, uh, so but now the euro is just having so that, a rough time. So that sixty-eight dollar cost this seems like it's a little too high. I feel like if it was, I feel like if you were like there, you know what I mean, you can get it for the equivalent of like fifty-five dollars US. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. If I got this as a gift, like a full bottle, and someone was just like, "Hey, got you a bottle of whiskey. It's a single malt." I'd be like, oh fuck yeah. That's a that's a and that's a good like it's a good whiskey. 
this would be a great like Christmas present, like birthday gift. Like it's new, it's interesting. It is. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, I think the bottle it's, personally, it's like a little nice little. It looks like a wine bottle. It's an emerging little... market. I think that's the fun part. Is there's not a lot of New Zealand whiskeys, but they're growing and they're they're coming up. There's like I don't know, say like seven or eight. Uh, like really top tier. Well, let me like, see all the ones I can name. Okay, that would be none. That well, Thompson. Thompson. That would be one. There you go, and so many more, countless <laughs> others. So all my favorites. So Thompson, and you know the others, all of their contemporaries. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I had a whiskey bar, I would want to stock this. And kind of keep it on the same shelf that I would have, like, a variety of Indian whiskeys. And, like, it would be somewhere in, like, the Indian whiskeys, Japanese whiskeys. Like, I, I would compare it. Ooh, I just thought of something brilliant. You know Centauri's Toki? Go you. Yes. So the Toki, this kind of seems like a little bit sweeter and... A little bit more palatable version of Toki. I wouldn't stock this at all. I would stock some of the other varieties with smoked wood, uh, because I think that. But they people if I see had, the peat and they're like, yeah. But if I had like a whiskey bar, I'd have other probably more expensive bottles I'd want them to buy. Of nice single malt scotches if i was doing like a craft you know whiskey bar well yeah you'd have like your your heavy hitting scotches and you'd yeah. keep a pappy so in instead a of this i would i would do the other ones like the wood smoke ones i haven't had them like the manuka smoke single malt whiskey yeah, also 114 uh, new zealand dollars 100 percent malted barley and smoked using native manuka wood distilled through our copper pot stills with notes of natural smoke, cinnamon, clove, and manuka oils. Perhaps I would like to do that. Or maybe, perhaps, their Fulnos limited edition whiskey, retailing for 165 New Zealand dollars. Oh. It's a cast-strength manuka smoke single malt whiskey made from 100% grown manuka smoked malted barley, aged in American oaks, X bourbon barrels and bottled at cask strength. Yo, this actually sounds pretty fucking good. That one sounds really this good. This is bottled at cask strength. Fuck yeah. Honestly, Deeper, I'm drunk off of this. And this is this is a whole 46 ABV. Yo, okay, honest if I were if I if I were to make a whiskey bar and try to stock that, I would want to get this fucking full noise. Instead of this, come on. This is good. This is this I knew is, without even seeing the other ones. I knew cover. it. This is a great cover of a Scotch whiskey, but it's it is though. It's a cover. It's a cover. It's like it's like when you when you kind of hear someone do like a a ukulele version of Hey Ya, ah, but like it hits. It's just it's different. And somebody does a cover of Let's Get It Started in Here, but it's not the radio version, but they don't change the lyric. Oh, Instead, no. Instead, they just do that thing where they go, let's get it in here. So kids bop. <laughs> yeah, like they kids bop the R word. <laughs> no, I think it's still, it still hits notes that you want it to hit. As I, I think it's still uh, 
if I were to have it in a bar, if I were to give it to a give it, if I were to get it as a gift, if I were to stock it in my bar, <laughs> if I were able to speak, I would still give it to friends to be like, hey, I know you might not like scotch. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. But maybe try this one, perhaps. Now, but here's the thing. You want to talk about scotches. You know, if it's just about scotch, then the monkey shoulder is cheaper and is definitely more palatable and people like it. And it's it's a real easy gateway. Now, want to get people, now I think it's really for people who've tried monkey shoulder as an example. Yeah. But now they want something more adventurous. But they don't want quite the most, they don't want the Ardbeg away. You know what I mean? You know, I'm going to wrap this back around. That's why I really like doers. It's kind of... It's kind of like a lower mid shelf scotch, but it's 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 smoky enough to give you that craving for the peat smoke. It's sweet enough so that it's not just blasting out your palate. And it's also trashy enough to where it's not like you're breaking the bank to just get a little bit of scotchy. Yes. It's just like it's a degree above Red label. Oh, of course. Oh, 100. I mean, it, it's like two degrees. But it's still like you don't have to venture into black label. I'd say it's comparable to black label. I think it's better than black. I don't like black label. You don't like black label? No. I tolerate black label. I just don't like the Johnny Watcher, Johnny Walker vibe up until like we get to like double black label. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because once you go double black... Don't go back. It's Johnny Walker, not Johnny Backtracker. You're doers or you don't. I like that. It, it's a it's a doer, bud. It's a it's a doers. It's a doers. Well, damn. So, uh, final thought, Thompson. Keep doing what you're doing. I'd like to see more whiskeys come out of that distillery. And if you can find ways to branch into the New York markets and just American markets in general. Do it, please. Fucking do it. Try it. It's so good. Try it out. And if you can bring down the price point, you know, maybe you'd sell like into a really good knit. Like you'd find your niche. It's so good. I'm so happy to be able. I say like if it were 45 bucks flying off. Shelves. Oh, first of all. 45 bucks, I'd have two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 45 keep, bucks, I'd, I'd have it two. Stocked. It's just like 65 plus. I just feel like it's a little too steep. Yeah. And you could spend 10 bucks more and get something else more interesting. That's true. Um, you could. Wow. So that was uh, that was Behind the Bar. Thank you for joining us. Remember to like, comment, subscribe. Uh, and if you have any uh, other fun, interesting whiskey recommendations, we're, we will not do Malort. If you recommend it, we might do it if no one recommends it, but I will, yeah. I will not do it if someone <laughs> recommends it. <laughs> don't recommend the Lord. Don't you say it. Don't you do don't, it. Don't you put that on me. I um, have to do that self-destruction on my own. But any others that seem fun and adventurous and interesting. Uh, do, the doers? Doers. Doers. We should do doers. We'll do doers and gingers for uh, for our beach day. I love it. Um, So that was... Find the bar. I've been Chandler Phillips. I've been James Beery. Or you don't.